Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spine. Oh, God damn. And we're your fuck buddies. Man, let Welcome me tell back. you, I forgot that you did that when I was editing <laughs> last week's episode. And if you don't know what we're talking about, that's your own damn fault. You should go listen to last week's episode. Um, and it it really did break me. It was a long weekend. And when I finished it late Sunday night before uploading it for Monday, I, I had a good old laugh. And it was I think it was what I needed. I wish I could say it was on purpose. Yeah, see, I wasn't sure if it was or not until I asked you and you continued to die. Yeah, just the fact it immediately killed me because I was just like, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I <guess>. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're up? a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations, turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex dating advice podcast that answers questions either found online or sent in from our wonderful listeners. I might be and the smoothest one of those I've done. Yeah, it's not bad. We're getting, we're getting good at something we should have been doing from day one on our show. Before we get into it, we just want to thank everyone who's been joining our Patreon. If you would like to support the show, or if you'd like to get a question on the show, you can head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com, or, we haven't mentioned it in a while, plentyofbeef.ca, and you can either click on the Patreon link, and that'll bring you over to the, the Patreon page in which you can sign up, or you can hit the contact form and uh, send us a question you get to choose your own agent name we keep completely anonymous and we will answer your question as soon as possible or you could do both i think that's the best option really Mm -hmm. well you know what for the price of a beer you get a brand new episode every month and on top of that you get to support your two lovely boys so if we've ever made you giggle on a monday morning or if we've ever helped you with your sex and dating advice quandaries then you know maybe give it a little consideration if you've ever received oral sex thanks to our advice Oh, then you have to. That's actually in the contract. I think you legally have to support the show. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, I have like legitimately f- 25 tabs open. So okay. I think maybe I'll just, do you want to just pick numbers and I'll fucking read that question? Seven. And we'll have it's a always no. seven. Uh, okay. Did she try to lie? Or sorry. Damn it. That was a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> this is by Jeff Greens. Did she lie to try and save our relationship? In brackets, girlfriend kissed another guy. Hey guys, just broke up with my first girlfriend. This girl had a great body, goes to school for nursing, kind, and cared for people. Well, one day, while we were already in a committed relationship, she decided to throw a party without me. She didn't want me to come. Apparently, she invited another guy that clearly tries to hit on her, and another couple. I've told her I'm not comfortable with her hanging out with that one guy, but yet, she still decided to invite him. Anyway, long story short, after asking what happened at the party, she said she never did anything with the guy she invited. I agreed, as her friends also told me she didn't do anything at this party. Felt like they were covering for her, though, since they were friends, but I agreed and moved on. Three weeks later, the couple had an argument with my girlfriend and wanted to get back at her. So the couple told me the girl made out, kissed, with the guy during the party. I've seen other signs showing she's interested in the other guy, staring at him, hanging out without me being there, bringing him iced coffee once or twice. Her explanation was she didn't do anything, and the couple lied. She said she didn't do anything, and now I'm confused. I spoke with the couple, and they said they're 100% not lying about what happened that night. Was she just lying because she doesn't want to lose me? She wants to talk to me in person and text me to meet up so she can talk about it. But I've already broken up with her, and I feel like she's going to try and convince me she didn't do anything. But I have evidence that she did. Did I get played? Need help, sad face. I will say that this is a tricky situation. Because Mm -hmm. if you do notice that like your girlfriend is flirty with another guy, and then all of a sudden... You know, if there's something rumbling in your stomach of being like, "Mm, don't don't really trust this whole situation. And then, you know, someone is like, oh, they did, in fact, make out with them. But like to know that also 
these people are just trying to get back at your girlfriend or your ex now, I suppose, because mm-hmm. they're mad at her. Also mm-hmm. adds a, another layer of like, you know, obfusc- obfuscation. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Um, a little a little fog, you know? A yeah, little it makes mystery. it a little murky. Yeah. Um, but here's here's where I'm gonna stand on the situation. If I if if let's say I was out of town and Amanda threw a party at our place and there was a guy there that I was like, hmm, not sure about this fella. And I was like, I got home and I was like, hey babe, how was your party? And she was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole question. <laughs> if that's the answer, I would be, I think, all of a sudden slightly more suspicious <laughs> well let's let's jump even further back imagine if she was throwing a party and she was like hey don't come i mean yes this is also in my scenario there's a reason why i'm not there i'm out of yeah. town in this situation she's specifically barred you from attending a party that she's throwing this is the person you're in a committed relationship with and she said uh hey uh mark no 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 thanks not tonight <laughs> yeah no not you yeah. other people but you know we've we've had a great time we we i love date night date night's great but this is not this is a mark free party sorry <laughs> there's a sign that says no marks allowed now what i would love is that like is this the poster being a little dramatic like was it like hey we're doing like a nurse's night out you know or mm. like was it a work party or was it like there was there some reason why he wasn't invited because if so we need to know that mark and if yeah. not this this is a big red flag already at the end of the day it doesn't sound like you're going to be trusting her moving forward you know what i mean like there's always going to be that suspicion about this guy mm-hmm. so unless you can absolutely 100 percent clear that from your conscience then like yeah unfortunately this relationship is doomed because there will always be that nagging voice at the back of your head being like eh, did she make out with this guy at the party and is she going to pursue something else with him in even sneakier fashions yeah, and you know what? Dan makes a great point. It's like, even if nothing happened, if you're not able to get past it, then this is a dead relationship anyway, because you need to be able to trust each other. We've said that a million times, and it's still true today as it was two weeks ago or whenever we last said it. However, actually, no, however, I just I want to know what the argument is that turned this couple, because like if it's something big, they have more reason to lie. But if it's something small, maybe they were just like, you know what? We're done covering with your shit here. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of like pieces like we have. I would say we've got like the corners of the puzzle. We spent mm-hmm. the time getting, you know, the corners and the borders of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But the middle of the puzzle is still a jumbled mess. And I feel like personally that there are some pieces that are put together incorrectly. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like that's an eyeball. And you've put this into what is clearly like a leaf. You've, so, like, you've swapped the eyeballs and buttholes again. <laughs> God damn it. Mark, you're so bad at puzzles. You're so bad at puzzles. And eyeball butthole recognition. <laughs> the shitty thing is that sometimes there is no way to get the truth. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people don't own up to their shit and sometimes you're just kind of left. And that's a very awful feeling to be in. And I think the only way to get past that is to realize that knowing the truth doesn't necessarily matter. If you are not trusting her in this situation, then that is the important thing. You know, if you don't trust her, you can't date her. I will say bringing someone an iced coffee is not a crime. Especially if you work with them. Yeah. So maybe like, maybe examine your jealousy and make sure that a lot of this isn't coming from you. But you know what? You've already done and done and did it. You did the breakup. And I think that's good. I like that you have your own self-respect when she crossed a line of yours and you broke up with her. And I think it's rarely a good idea to go back on breaking up with someone. So move forward, 
keep on trucking and like, you know, in your next relationship, try to make sure you're not bringing any latent jealousy or distrust from this relationship into it. Also attend every party your partner throws. If she's having a party, you're there, regardless of whether or not you're invited. Yeah, the next time you dress up as, you need to start cultivating an alter ego who's very friendly with your <laughs> partners, um, and it just isn't you. But what happens if it breaks your psyche and all of a sudden you start getting jealous of your alter ego? Yeah, you're cheating on you with you? Or um, with, with you, damn. With yeah. them. I would say, I also think there's no harm in meeting up with your, your ex and just, like, hearing them out. But again, if, like, unless they completely, you know, have you know, video proof that nothing happened or, or something that completely puts this to bed for you. I don't think there's also any harm in just being like, Hey, look, I, you know, I have to take care of myself and respect myself. Unfortunately, I don't like, there's always going to be some part of me that feels uncomfortable about this. And unfortunately, until I can get over that, I can't be with you. And you mm. know what I mean? And just let them know that like, it's not coming from a place of like, I don't know, just sort of like, Oh, I was told that you're, a bad person so i believe it. it's like no there's more to it it's like i always had sort of an icky feeling about this guy and now this coming to light has now also sort of compounded that feeling and now i just feel like i don't 100 percent trust everything that happened that night and that makes it impossible for me to trust you and therefore i can't be in a relationship with you i'm sorry uh you know best of luck to you but i have to move on mm-hmm. also maybe just like i'm not down for this kind of like bullshit drama like you've got friends telling me you've cheated you've got you know you're not Mm -hmm. inviting me to parties like i don't want to live in an episode of gossip girl unless i'm also going to be as wealthy as the people from gossip girl and i don't believe you've bought me an upper east side flat in manhattan so i'm out i'm not gonna eat yogurt on the steps of the met anymore all right i I haven't seen gossip girls that (laughs) that they do a lot it all, all the time just, is it just regular yogurt or frozen yogurt? It's just regular yogurt. My brother went to New York and he took a picture eating yogurt on the steps because me and him are very cool. That's fucked up. Is that really a big part of Gossip Girl? Just not, not a huge part. Just slamming down yogurt? Just slamming down yogurt. <laughs> the mean girls have yogurt on the steps of what I believe is the map. I could be wrong about that. All right, next question. Um, I'm going to keep the, this vibe rolling. This oh, is from no. Mr. Gossip Girl vibe? No, God, no. This is from Mr. Squid King 101. Is this suspicious or am I crazy? Long story short, my girlfriend just moved out of state for a new job and told me that she needs some space from me. But also at the same time, her ex just said that he's going to her exact city for a quote unquote job meeting. When when I confronted her about it, her only response was, well, I hope I see him. (laughs) That's a power move right there. That is. <laughs> now, Damn. Mr. Squid King, are you sure this is still your girlfriend? Because someone who leaves the state and then says, I need space from you. <laughs> and then says something so inflammatory. Like, did you guys break up and you just don't know? Like, did you just or you didn't get realize? that memo? Because <laughs> like to ask someone about this, I get that response. That also seems like. A bitter, like, we're done, fuck you, kind of like, oh, I hope I see him. Yeah. You know, like, that doesn't sound like something you'd say in a relationship. No. At least not a good one. Like, the the two options here is, you don't have a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you, this, this person has broken up with you, and it has flown so above your head, that <laughs> it's like, you've missed it. You just missed it. Alternatively, the other option I think of is... This person, you shouldn't be in a relationship with them because they seem terrible. (laughs) I would love to know, like, 
how this person found out about the ex's job thing? And is it just because they were like, because if they're just independently scouring this ex's Facebook feed for any like suspicious activity and sees this and is like, you know, got the board on the wall that we used to have in your closet with all the string and the thumbtacks, then like you also might be the problem. Yeah. I mean, like this whole situation, I, I think there's a, there's definitely, I think I can say yes. It is suspicious, but I, I think also, Mister Squid King, I can also say you're you being might a little be crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think first off, you should probably we've we've talked about this before, but like when anyone talks about a break or space, you should probably make sure you're on the same page with regards to like what that exclusivity, means. right? Like yeah. you know, because some people it's like cool, we won't talk for five days and then we'll be good. And for other people, it's I can go fuck Dean in accounting. You you should be on the same page, one. Two, you should probably make sure you're on the same page as per your relationship. Because <laughs> I worry it has, in fact, ceased to exist. Yeah. And that you are maybe stalking this lady now. Um, I love the idea of, like, it seems like she's tried to make it very clear of being like, hey, I'm leaving the state and I would like some space from you. Mm-hmm. she's gone he's like i just found out that your ex is gonna yeah i hope i see him i've i've invited him there <laughs> like we're not seeing each other anymore and you know what i mean like and i feel like this this is just him con- like just not getting I, yeah I, it, I don't it, know it does wildly seem like that could be the case are you picking up that thunder no, i yeah i heard it hell yeah you get a spooky episode today, guys. Yeah, I mean, is last time his... there was thunder, there was the spite witch appeared. So, <laughs> is his relationship dead or not? <laughs> um, so, uh, my man, I think you need to just straight up ask your your partner and be like, "Are we still together?" Because it seems like what, like where, where do we stand on the us being a thing thing? Because I'm confused. Yeah, I also feel like if you move away, it's usually like the opposite. It's like, okay, like, well, you know, we'll we'll make an effort. If we're doing long distance, we'll like really try and invest that time at the start, right? And you miss each other. And it's hard when you're in a new place. And it's like, that's when you kind of need the closest. And that's like, as they develop their own life and, you know, you have to learn to live with that. That's when like kind of the problems emerge. So it's like to just have the like almost honeymoon period of the long distance relationship just be like yeah i need space it's weirding me out that's yeah. suspicious that's so 100 yeah it's like you would think that physical space in this situation would be enough if you guys were still in a relationship you have left the state granted mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys are like right on state line and it's you know a 20 minute drive from state to state who knows but like mm-hmm. at the same time if someone has left your city and they're still requiring more space in the in the means of like they don't want to talk to you or mm-hmm. engage with you at all. It's like, even if you guys haven't broken up, you should be. Guess what's not space? Stalking someone's ex and then like accosting them saying that you don't trust them. Like that's not space, dude. And like, yeah. honestly, maybe there's stuff we're missing and maybe you've been reduced to this. You know what I mean? Maybe, but none of this sounds good. I feel very uncomfortable with the idea. And now that you've mentioned it, I didn't really think about it, but like, yes, if I, you know, for whatever reason, had to go to town for something. Mm-hmm. And my partner was like, hey, so like, I just noticed that your ex is going to the same city as you for a job. Like all of those things, like one, it means you're 
like maybe you're friends with my ex. I don't know. But mm-hmm. like it means that you have sort of a direct line of contact to them. You've paid enough attention to clock and you know why they're going. Mm-hmm. Like, and also you don't trust me. Yeah. So like none of these things are good because it's showing that you're jealous and weird. You're ignoring my request for space and you don't trust me. So I hate all of that. Yeah. This needs to. No wonder she needs space, dude. Yeah. I I really think you just got to cut the ties and be like, well, we had a maybe good run. (laughs) Well, we had a confusing run. (laughs) We did run. How that went. (laughs) Debatable. Now, but, did she run and you chased her? Because it kind of sounds like that. That's also a very possible situation. Either way, Mr. Squid King, uh, this one's got to go, I think. Unwrap all eight of your arms from this lady, please. <laughs> uh, it just popped up in the bottom of my screen saying heavy tea storms. Ooh. Damn. Damn. All right. You ready? Pick a number. Uh, we'll go with three. Okay. This one's this one's good. Uh, this is throw RA 97 her. My 19 year old male girlfriend 21 year old female said her ex's name while dot 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 we've been dating for four months she's my first girlfriend and has taught me everything sexually i was giving her head and she said her ex's name which doesn't sound like mine at all not our real names just an example say my name's nathan she said ron so i immediately stopped and got up because i kind of felt gross was she thinking about him they broke up a year ago all she said was she's sorry she doesn't know why his name came out la 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 This happened two days ago. She's tried to initiate stuff since, but I just can't. I don't want this to be our downfall, but I can't get it out of my head while she was thinking of him. This is something I live in constant mortal fear of forever. And there's no rational reason as to why. Like, I don't think I would ever do this, but Mm -hmm. I'm worried. Like, I it's on my mind a lot. Um, (laughs) And and, like, I know that might sound strange, but like this, this I think this would be one of the most mortifying experiences of my life. If I were to say the wrong name during a sexual encounter. Yeah, I hear that. Cause um, like, again, we've talked about a million times when you're having sex, you're very bare, you're vulnerable and in, in physically, emotionally, in all sorts of ways. Right. And it's like to, to get someone the wrong way during that, it's always going to go worse. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, so I get it. And like, I've actually never been co- very concerned about it. I don't regularly say people's names during sex anyway, but you know, it's, it's a tough thing to say because like, it really does come down to how you can process it. I think if you trust your partner, I like, I, you know, Freudian slips and, you know, accidental slips, like depending on how long this person was with them as well. Like if this was like a four year relationship, like you kind of fall into reflex during Mm -hmm. sex, especially if you're comfortable, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I know why you're upset and i know how much of a fucking knife in the heart it could feel like and i totally understand that but at the same time we make mistakes damn damn yeah there we go um mistakes that's so ominous (laughs) what what mistakes have you made the world's trying to tell me something yeah um you know we we all make mistakes and i think if you talk to your partner and she seems genuinely sorry I think you can realize, like, I don't know. I highly doubt that she was, you know, had her eyes closed. And while you were going down on her, she was thinking about her boyfriend. Yeah, especially if his name was Ron. Sorry to all Ron's listening. Yeah, Ron. I mean, you can legally change your name. <laughs> and it's up. To, and it's, hey, it's, it's your fault that you haven't. So. <laughs> and you know what? This guy, he probably did Ron's out there a favor if she's still saying his name. It's all true. Saying. 
Um, the one true Ron. No. So look, if she had said any other name, you wouldn't have taken it seriously. You know what I mean? Like if she called you mom, you wouldn't be like, whoa, was she thinking she was fucking her mom? I would be more concerned, I think, <laughs> in that scenario. So like, I think you should get over it. I think you should get the fuck over it. This happens. I also think like, it's got to be completely mortifying from her perspective. You know yeah. That's like, look, if she was thinking about someone else, that's not fucking illegal. Sure, it sucks, but I also doubt she was. It's like Dane said, if you had sex for four years and every time you had sex, you said Ron, it might just fucking come out. You know what I mean? Especially like, if it's like a, tied to a feeling, right? Like if, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if there is one specific thing that he would do that would make her moan that name and you happen to stumble upon that that same sensation, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we resort to our like base instincts when we're having sex, especially yeah. again, when we're comfortable. So yeah, also, it makes sense. It could be that she was so worried about saying it that she was thinking about it a bunch and then just fucking said it and was like, ah, yep. but the thing is, right. My girlfriend has called me her ex's name and has called me mom, <laughs> literally uh, not during sex, but both of those times were very funny. And like, I know they just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I very much don't think she thought I was her mother ever. Uh, we're very not similar. <laughs> It's just get over it. You know what I mean? I'm, I know that's annoying, but it's like, it's probably worse for her right now. It's one of those things that I understand where it comes from, but like, I think collectively we need to get over it. We've progressed far enough in society that we just need to get over it. When this happens, it's fine. Like get save being upset and being insecure for other things that mean more. There's You can also sit down with her and have the conversation of being like, hey, I kind of wigged out the other night when you did that. And, and I like I believe she'll understand and and just kind of be like, it made me really insecure and it, it made me feel like that maybe you were thinking of him and that really upset me. You know what I mean? Like this is an opportunity to be open and honest with your partner and be vulnerable and show them that you're willing to communicate your issues because you could very easily be like, yeah, no, that's fine, whatever, and not yeah. talk about it and not resolve it. Whereas mm-hmm. if you bring it to the table and put it like lay it bare and kind of just be like, here's where I'm at. Here's how I feel about the situation and let her sort of respond. She can, uh, you know, hopefully she'll take, you know, do her due diligence to kind of put those fears at at bay and and put Mm -hmm. them to rest. And then you've now probably leveled up as a couple. You guys have have dealt with a a fairly stressful problem in a mature and healthy way. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I very much think she's going to understand where you're coming from uh, it right? would be it would be a great indicator if she was like you're you're being unreasonable you know what i mean yeah. if, if that's her answer to your situation then like probably not gonna be a great partner because mm-hmm. that's the thing like we've seen this happen in tv shows and movies like no one is like this isn't a foreign idea it's like yeah we get it this is one of those like hallmark things that just suck you know what i mean it's like this is in every fucking you know, rom-com and every like romantic comedy show. And it's just, it's very common. We all understand the situation, especially from your perspective, but like, think of it from hers. If she just fucking blurted this out by accident, she probably feels like absolute garbage, especially now that you're upset. And like, she's probably like, Oh, I fucking ruined everything. So like, let her know your perspective, but think about it from hers too. You know what I mean? It's probably not malicious. And if it is, you'll probably have something later on to, to give you an indication there's no harm in forgiving her for that right yeah so be the bigger person understand where she's coming from open up where you're coming from but get over it yeah 100 percent. this comes from reddit user help please me please help please me please 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Should I tell my date I have a lazy eye before meeting her? <laughs> okay, so I have a lazy eye. I've never gone on a date before with someone I've met online, and I don't know if I should tell her I have a lazy eye before we go out on our date or not. What should I do? Damn, I don't know. I would say no. I don't think it matters. Well, in yeah. My, in my opinion. Unless it's like a wild wonky eye. Like, if it's like a, a real severe case, a heads up might be nice. But I think that could be happen, happen on the date. Because like, letting people know, I worked with in the kitchen uh, with a guy who I, he affectionately called himself one eye. He had two eyes, but his left eye was pretty much rolled back into his head. Like, he, you could see just a little bit of the eye, like in the top left corner. Uh, and everyone called him one eye, and he was fine with it. And like, the second he met you, firm handshake, looked you right in the eye, and he said, don't worry about my eye, you can look at either one, I don't care. <laughs> right? And I was like, cool. That removes so much of the social pressure of being like, do I only look at one eye? Can I look at the other one? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't want to offend anyone. You don't know what their insecurities are. You don't know mm-hmm. if it's from a trauma that happened that has caused this. So you don't want to trigger anyone when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I think on your date, find a fun way to to joke about it or to bring it up and then don't worry about it. Yeah, no, 100%. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like, as Dane just said, often the awkwardness or the whatever comes from you not really knowing what to do and being like way too like on the safe side, trying not to offend anybody. And then you're in your own head. You're not having a good time, etc. Whereas like if you just clear the fucking air yeah. immediately, it's like one, it's sexy because you're confident. You're owning it. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of all you could ask for. And that's going to take away so much of it. But two, it's like it's the ice has been shattered presumably you if you said something like that they know they don't have to worry and and that's you know boom they can you know you can move on naturally that's like if they're gonna be weird they were always gonna be weird and fuck it but you've set yourself up for the best success that you can yeah i mean like especially if you can open with a joke like if you can find a funny way like even if you're just something along the lines of like hey you know don't take it personally the left eye likes to wander but I promise you, I am 100% committed to this conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even like just finding a fun way to bring it up and just being like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, you can look at either one. I can see you out of both. It's not rude. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like don't worry about it. It's it's such a, a powerful, like you said, it's confident. And as everyone says and since the beginning of people giving dating advice, confidence is sexy. So if mm-hmm. you can if you can own it and just sit in like the reality of it and just be like, yeah, yeah, I have a lazy eye. Um, it doesn't bother me. It's cool. Because also, like you said, if you don't address it the whole time, they're going to be thinking, don't look at the eye. Don't look at the eye. Don't look at the mm-hmm. eye. And you're yeah. going to be thinking, have they noticed it? Are they looking at the eye? And like, so you guys have already put yourself at such a disadvantage for a first date because you're not listening to one another you're sitting in the back of your heads trying to pretend like something that is so obviously apparent isn't there. Yeah, 100%. You got to do it. And I also think on the flip side, like bringing it up over Messenger is like one, a little unconfident. Like, oh, just warning you, I have a lazy eye. Like, that's not sexy. And it also kind of like maybe like they don't know really what that means. So they might be like, Mm. 
oh, like, is it really bad? Is that what he's saying? It? It's a warning. Like, should I not? You know, like maybe that gets in their head and they're weird about it. Or you just bring it up out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's like when you meet them, when it's staring them in the face or looking to the side <laughs> of their face, um, it, it's apparent. It's not coming out of nowhere. It's like you get you get it. It's a proper time to be talking about it. You know what I mean? I really don't think there's any harm in just waiting till the date and coming in strong, clearing the air and being confident. Yeah, I think if someone warned me about a physical feature prior to meeting, I would assume it's much worse than it probably is. Mm -hmm, 100%. I would, you know what I mean? Like, I've had women message me and be like, hey, just so you know, like, I I am a little bit heavier. You know, I like, I'm not skinny. And it's like, uh, yeah, I saw your pictures. Like, uh, unless you're, but like, that makes me wonder being like, okay, are these pictures really old? And do you not look like your pictures anymore? And then I met up with them and they looked exactly like their pictures. And I'm like, don't do this. Don't say these things. You know what I mean? Like if someone has agreed to go on a date with you, unless your pictures are inaccurate, then they know what they're getting into. And it yeah. just kind of reeks of insecurity. And, and it makes people second guess themselves when you mention something that someone is already aware of. So like anytime, if you have something that you're uncomfortable with, unless it's super important, like unless for some reason, like, uh, you know, say you're in a wheelchair or have some sort of like mobility disability. If that's not apparent in your profile, it might be worth bringing up because what happens if they are taking you to a bar that has stairs? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you need to kind of give people a heads up on that kind of stuff um, because nothing would be shittier than being like, I know the best place. It's a cocktail bar in the basement of this bookstore. Yeah. And, you, and you show up with uh, not being able to go downstairs. It's like, okay, those are the kind of things you need to bring up prior to, but things that that really have no impact on your, uh, you know, your ability to move around or, or anything like that. Like, just just own it, especially when it's something as as weird as like height or weight or like that kind of stuff. As long as your pictures and your profile reflect, you know, accurately who you are, then people should know. Yeah, do it. Confidence is key. All right, hit me. Pick a number. Yeah, I'm going to go with 17. 17 okay you know what fuck it pick from 21 this was just like a weird you know what i'm gonna read out the title certified lover boy even high status men can make a high quality woman uncomfortable if they give too much praise and put them on a pedestal example from drake's speech about rihanna and her reaction this is seduction yeah no fuck that and it's basically just them being like drake is like the biggest like he has status and he's a high value male so like, by our logic, every woman in the world is in love with him because he's the best artist. But, like, well, he you know once what? praised Rihanna too much, and then she wasn't into him anymore. So, like, mind's blown. Even then, you can fuck things up by being too nice to women. Which is just a great take, really. This, I, You know what? I'm glad I picked 17. Because I actually wanted to talk about this at the beginning of the 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 episode as a little bit of an intro. But uh, I just want to say a big fuck you to Drake. I don't care that he's a Toronto boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a dirtbag uh, because he willingly and intentionally uh, sampled an R. Kelly song. And I believe he has an R. Kelly or, or R. Kelly is a writer's credit on the song that that he sampled on it, which if you followed the good for you, Olivia Rodriguez or Rodriguez, I don't remember her name, um, Haley from Paramore story, like she's making so much like Haley. uh is from Paramore is now making a ton of money mm-hmm. based on the writer's credit from the good for you song, because they yeah. sound exactly like misery business. So my point here is Drake has willingly put a ton of money 
in the pockets of someone everyone has now acknowledged is a sexual predator, a pedophile, and a rapist. Well, like, to be fair, Drake doesn't exactly have the best history, considering he hounds after underage women constantly, so... Yes, no, and and this is kind of my... My thing, and it extends to Kanye West as well, who has now sort of become best friends with the baby and Marilyn Manson to like also Trump. Yeah, like people who like Marilyn Manson has, you know, there's been a lot uh, recently, especially with like Evan Rachel Woods and and people like that Mm -hmm. being like, oh, yeah, no, he groomed us to be sexual objects and sexually assaulted and abused us for years. And the baby is a homophobic, transphobic piece of shit. Um, And I'm sure there's a laundry list of things on top of that but like the only reason i know who the baby is is because of his stupid homophobic rant at one of his concerts um so like these rappers specifically kanye and drake who have now like made a bed with people who are intentionally shitty mm-hmm. it's so sort of like shit. It's yeah like, like like you literally can't make apologies for it no, you know what i mean like i, is, I don't like... understand how anyone can now stand here and be like drake you know drake's a toronto icon it's like no drake has literally like funded R. Kelly's trial. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's currently paying for R. Kelly to get out of prison yeah. for sexually assaulting children. And like, he has no need to, he doesn't need to do it. He's Drake. Like he can literally pay anybody or find any other song. Like he's so successful that anything he does is going to be successful. Anyway, it's not like he really needed this one fucking R. Kelly song. Exactly. So, like, like, I'm sorry. There's no excuse. You have infinite amount of money to source a sample. One, you could have hired like anyone, any musician ever Mm -hmm. to make a beat for you. Also, you have, you know, an infinite catalog of music in which you could have sampled, except from one artist. I mean, there are other artists that would have been problematic. (laughs) But in this case, specifically, someone as reprehensible as R. Kelly. Yeah, especially like not only is he just so clearly reprehensible, it's like very recently, like, like, you know, it's not like it was old news. Even it's very much in the limelight recently. Mm-hmm. And there's not even like a small amount. There's just a overwhelming amount of shit. So it's like, there's just no excuse in any sense. Uh, so this was just my brief aside of saying, Hey, Drake, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, you've released the same album for years. They're all boring. It's true. And, uh you are shit and i don't like you mm-hmm. and if you want to fight me let's do it in the ring baby <laughs> i'll fight drake that's fair i don't think drake would fight you but it just goes to show he's a certified bitch <laughs> um but uh back to the topic i will say that this whole seduction high status man bullshit needs to die just because drake is wealthy and fucking successful doesn't mean like yes a lot of people are gonna like him because that's how celebrity works but like the fact that they're like oh no rihanna doesn't like him it's because he they complimented or he complimented her no it's probably because she knows him and doesn't like him yeah you know what i mean like it's not that he was like said something nice about her she's like damn he ruined his high value status for me no like him complimenting someone doesn't mean he's less successful as an artist you crazy people you also like have removed Rihanna's entire agency from yes. the situation of the fact that like, you know, checking off a bunch of boxes of being like, you know, successful, quote unquote, talented, you know, blah, blah, blah. All these things that like might Drake might fall under the category of. It's like, like you said, Rihanna could just be like, she's also Rihanna. Yeah, like, exactly. She could she could walk into pretty much any room and just be like, I'm Rihanna who wants to go home with me. And also, 
she's got to be more successful than Drake, right? Uh, I would imagine she's probably. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know how it all works, but like, I feel like she's been around longer than Drake. And yeah, more respected. Yeah, I think she's definitely. In my opinion, she's probably got more clout than him. At least I hope so. But the music industry is fucked, as we just described and discussed. So who knows? Fair enough. Do you want me to get you a real question? Yeah, hit me with a real question because that was kind of a number um, between one and twenty-one. Let's go with just twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. Cap it out, baby. Uh, okay. This is by Intrepid Tip eight three three nine. Uh, I, twenty-eight year old male, recently learned I've been sleeping with a married woman, thirty-six year old female. Uh, title pretty much gives the way. I'll explain some more. Six months ago, I met a woman, Jane, not her real name, at a business networking event. We work in the same industry, but for different companies. I did not know she was married, and she was not wearing a ring. We talked business for a while and exchanged numbers. For a month, we talked regularly in a professional way, but got flirty very quick, and we met for a drink and slept together. It never occurred to me she might be married. We've been sleeping together for five months, the first half of which was purely physical, but I started developing feelings for her, and it certainly seemed like she felt the same way. We would meet after work for a drink or two and go to my place or sometimes a hotel. After a while, it seemed weird she never wanted to go back to her place, but she said she had a roommate and her place was more than an hour away. I offered to come over on a weekend, but she never wanted me to. I guess I got to the point where I wanted something more. She made it clear it was a physical thing when I told her I started dating someone else and it was serious. She was very upset and jealous. I told Jane I was willing to end things with the other woman I was seeing if she wanted to get more serious. Not too long after this, I got a friend's suggestion on Facebook and it was Jane, but with a different last name, her married name. She's married and has two kids, both under the age of 10. Next time I saw her, I confronted her, and I thought she was going to have a heart attack. She begged me not to say anything to her husband, even tried to suggest she would accuse me of rape if I said something, but I reminded her of all the proof I had it was consensual, and that most of our meetings were initiated by her. It was a half-hearted threat. I'm not too worried about it. I, I would be. That's a terrifying thing yeah. to suggest. That's fucked. But right back. Especially after I told her I'd been recording our conversation, I had the threat on tape. What should I do here? Should I contact her husband or walk away? Part of me wants to tell her husband, but I'm worried about the aftermath and what I might be dragged into. Any thought and advice is helpful. Thanks. I'm advance. I assume thanks in advance. As much as I like a good comeuppance, I think the fa- the second anyone threatens to a- accuse you of rape, thankfully you recorded the conversation. Bravo for that. I would walk so fast away from this situation. I would leave it behind. I would never look back. I would delete and block phone numbers and phone calls. And I would, you know, wash my hands of this so fucking quickly. And I would also back up everything you have about every moment of every text. And I would put them in secure locations. I would. Yeah, I would definitely USB. I would put it up on a Google Drive. I would have copies and copies and copies give it to a trusted friend yeah maybe mail one to a you know a, a, a scrappy reporter at the local newspaper and say if anything ever happens to me open this mm-hmm. and you wouldn't tell the husband i know no 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 i mean like i i morally would want to but with someone who she's older than him right yeah yeah, with with someone who's older than me who works in my same profession, like things could go so sideways so fucking fast. Even if with all this proof mm-hmm. to be accused of sexually assaulting her or raping her, it you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like there's no coming back from that. Just the accusation, regardless of what proof you have against it, will probably cost you your job. Yeah, and you know stick I mean? with you probably for the rest of your and, life. And yeah, and will probably you know anytime. You get fired or try to find a new job, they're gonna look and be like, "Oh, why did you get fired?" You know what I mean? Like it's it's the the possibility of irreversibly fucking your life up just to sort of let this dude know 
isn't worth it, unfortunately. And that's it's a hard call to make, and I, I don't think it's the best call, but I think it's the, the only call you really have. I think your hands are tied. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to agree, but I do think you're right. If you weigh it up, it's like, yes, it would be good to tell this person. But at the same time, it's like you're opening up a giant fucking can of worms and like, you know, it's their relationship, not yours. You know, I'm sure like shit like this catches up to people. Yeah, so it's very possible that they will make their own bed anyway. Um, I think it's best to just make sure you're safe. Block everything to do with this person. Keep evidence and, you know. Yeah, it's like I said, I would walk, I would run, sprint as fast as I can away from this situation. There's no way I would, I wouldn't like ever talk to her again, like never even look at her direction. I would make sure that I filtered her on every social media platform I was on, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, like everything. I would make sure that she would never be able to contact me Mm -hmm. and I would never look back. And like I said, I... I strongly believe in a good comeuppance. I think, you know, ruining this woman's life for being a terrible person. And, you know, there's reasons to have affairs. There's, you know what I mean? Like there, there could be sob stories. There could be, you know what I mean? Like any number of reasons why she might be pursuing other people outside of a marriage, but to tip her hand of being like, I will accuse you of one of the most reprehensible crimes. If you say anything means she's a terrible person. Regardless of the, you know what I mean? Like she could be in an abusive relationship with this man and she's doing this as a means to, you know, reclaim some sort of power. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I would understand I would be empathetic and sympathetic about that case, but to then turn around and be like, also I'm a monster. Yeah. That is pretty much one of the words. Like it's basically being like, Oh, if you tell someone I will murder you. Yeah. I mean, it's not very far off. In fact, I would say it's it's worse because when murder happens, you're done. Yeah. It, to to have a false like sexual assault or rape allegation mm-hmm. against you is like that's not something you can ever escape. Now, I wonder if it would be worth finding a lawyer and, you know, getting ahead of this because hopefully nothing will happen. But at the same time, I, I don't think it's there's any harm in seeking fucking legal advice. No, especially you know? if you're like they work in the same industry, but not the same company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know, right? I feel like covering your ass is the most important thing here. Definitely, so like, definitely not a bad idea. Having all the evidence is one thing, but like if you have already come forward to someone with the evidence before, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, you're setting yourself up well, and I think there's no harm. Also, they might tell you to go to the cops, right? Because if you have this evidence, like, and you have it recorded, maybe that's the way to do it, right? I don't know. Either way, I'd say seek legal counsel um, and... This person sucks, so stay away from them. Sucks so hard. Every single comment says to tell the husband. And I understand where that's coming from. But, you know, it's like if this were a woman being threatened by with violence from a man or or any number of blackmail, we would, I think, advocate for their safety first and foremost. 100%. You know what I mean? And I don't think this is any different, you know? Yeah, like if if this was... Reverse, like you said, like if the threat was, if you tell my wife, I will kill you. Yeah. Would people be like, you got to tell the wife it's the right thing to No, No, you wouldn't. It's crazy. Yeah. And and like a threat is a threat is a threat. And we can argue the, you know, the varying degrees of, of how dangerous it could be or how, how harmful they could be to your life and safety. It's not worth it. It's just not mm. worth it. Also, like, I love how blase he is about this. 
It's just like, ah, I, I don't think she really meant it. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it's not a thing you just casually say. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Also, like, even before that, the red flags, this person sucks. She's like, hey, I won't, like, do anything more serious. You can't even come over to mine. But then I'm also going to get upset if you date somebody else. Like, come on. You suck. Yeah, anyway. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like everything about this, I, you got to get away. Cut every tie and never look back. Yeah. Look after your personal safety first and foremost. You know, seek legal counsel. Make sure you're good, but cut contact. Don't give them anything. And if they call you, I, I would say don't answer. I say, again, 100% cut contact. But if they call you, mess you anything, don't send anything that could be misconstrued and always take a record of everything that they do because this person is bad news. Now... Speaking of red flags, at the end of our episode, we like to peruse online dating platforms such as Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, and find profiles that either shine or fall flat, and we help to analyze it in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. I like that. That was a good intro. Thanks. Uh, You ready? Yeah. Uh, This is Elena, and it's a Bumble snippet. I'll know I found the one when I take my final breath. Mm, this is some Romeo and Juliet shit. I don't even know. It's like, I know I found the one when is like the prompt. And that's just, I take my final breath. Now, here's the thing. Maybe she's talking about in the grand scheme of things. Maybe there isn't the one. Maybe there's only the one at the end of your life. You can be like, yeah, Stephen, he was the one out of all of, all of the ones. He was the one. And you only know but, that when you're dead, because while you still have life to live, there could always be a new introduction of the one. And while I do agree with that, that's kind of a weird thing to be like, oh, hey, I'm telling you now, you're going to be gray area until I'm dying. Oh, hey, now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is good. No, you I'm heard it saying, here, guys. Dane said 10 out of 10. Conceptually, this could be what she's saying. I think it's a terrible thing to fucking put on your goddamn dating profile. It's- now, what if she worships the one? Oh. Right? Like, there's an eldritch being, and when oh. she dies, he claims meant, her. I thought you meant Jet Lee. From the one. <laughs> hey, maybe or that too. Just the DVD copy of the one starring Jet Li. Yeah, maybe she like really, really likes the movie and misplaced it somewhere, but also spilled some anthrax into the DVD case right before she did it. So she knows if she finds the one, she will be taking her final breath because all the anthrax. Yeah. Like, I'll know I found my DVD when I get anthrax to death. When I die. Um, this I'm gonna give it a two. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to save a little bit of room at the bottom, but this is not something you say on a dating profile. Yeah, it's weird. I would say d- unless it's a joke, discussing death is not okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this is Livia. I'm from Brazil. In look for exchange language, this is my first focus. Dating is second plan. <laughs> I, hey, I love it. She's being very open. She just wants to exchange language. If that doesn't work, damn, she's got a date. I guess I guess I'll teach you. Fuck. Well, you're not going to teach me shit, but all right. Plan B, we will date. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's a 10 for me. <laughs> uh, for energy, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. For actual functional dating profile, probably a 2. There's nothing stronger than being reluctant. <laughs> On the mm. dating profile. Yeah, hey, true. I came here for recipes, but like, fuck, if I don't find anything good to cook, I guess I'll date you. That should be my profile. Yeah. You ready? Yep. This is 
nameless. Their name is Bumble. The quickest way to my heart is if you make me laugh and horny simultaneously. Hell yeah, that's a 10, baby. That's me. (laughs) I like it. And they also have a dog with like what looks like a goatee and it's perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm all about this. What's your rating? Yeah, 10 is up. Perfect. Um, This is I didn't get their name, unfortunately. Oh, it just says G at the top. Maybe their name is G. Dating me is like your house is on fire, but it's so beautiful you let it burn. All the passion, all the pleasure, all the pain. Always worth it. I don't think your house being burned down is ever worth it. Especially not if it just looks cool. Like, oh no, my life, all my money, the place I live, my belong. Oh, it looks fucking cool though. Pretty cool though. Oh fuck, that's, that's some sick flames, bro. Wait, yeah. let me touch it. See if it, oh, all the pain. The pain was <laughs> worth it. But it feels so good. The pleasure. Um, also, I just hate when people, like, if you know you're garbage, stop being garbage. Yeah, if you, if the best way to describe yourself is a house fire. Yeah, that's not. Like, I don't understand why people think that's sexy or attractive or, like, acceptable even. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, quirky. Like, oh, dating me is difficult. Ooh, like, (laughs) this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be knowingly painful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is no worth it. Like, you're you're aware that you are, assumedly, like, abusive in some degree, right? Like, you're telling me in advance it's going to suck quite a bit to to date you, but there are good parts too. Like, that's insane. That's absolute insanity. Fix yourself, then date. Don't, like, I I hate that we're, like, people are allowed to brush this off as, like, quirky or, like, ooh, it's the person, like, it's not a personality trait. It's not anything other than you being shit. And it shouldn't be acceptable. Zero times ten. That's ten zeros. That's a lot of zeros. And I yeah. agree. I, I, It's probably my number one, like, red flag. Yeah. And it's just, I hate it so much. I don't understand how anyone in the world ever was like, this is okay. <laughs> All right, you got more for me? I got Christine for you. God, I'm so worked up. I can tell. Looking for a guy. Who, um, I shouldn't read it like that. I'm just angry. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a guy who can plan a date. Knows his worth, is assertive, and not overly accommodating. I'm a romantic at heart. Courtship isn't dead. Traditional values. Life should be one, or love should be one of life's greatest adventures. Friends and family, career, aesthetics, cars and motorsports, fitness. You know, I don't, I, I, most of it, okay. Kind of run of the mill, kind of run of the, like middle of the road, whatever. But the phrase shouldn't be that accommodating. Mm-hmm. Like, you're specifically asking for someone to purposely make it difficult to date you? Yeah. That's or to the date thing. them, rather? Like, everything else, sure, great, okay. Well, whatever. let's just say, when people say traditional values and courtship isn't dead, I feel like they're giving you a hint that they're shit. Yeah, it's true. Like, she's basically saying, pay for everything. Like, it's you're basically saying, I'm okay with bullshit values that have, like... Yeah, very specific gender roles and that kind of stuff. The kind of shit that causes so much problems in the world, you know, that this podcast is trying to actively avoid, you know, toxic masculinity, all the bullshit that women have to deal with. You're saying, I like it, though. Yeah, this is a core value of mine. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to give it a two. Also, what does aesthetics mean? (laughs) Just looking, I guess. Like, I like things that look good. No shit. We all do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's like yeah i love things that look bad and guess what if they did that would be their aesthetic it's true so like that doesn't mean anything hey now i'm gonna calm you down with this okay you're n- nothing will calm me down this is this is the sorbet 
Sword Bay. This is Lou. I'm I'm less calm, but in a different way. Not Sword Bay. Sword Bay. The palate oh. cleanser. I'm I'm cleansing uh, your palate. I thought you I'm... said it was like some kind of like sword no, wielding bay. No, no, no. I fucking Damn. wish. I fucking now you, wish. Now you've disappointed me too. Hey, that's <laughs> that's my mo. Um, this is Lou, and she says this. This is from Hinge, and the prompt is, "What if I told you that friendly?" Hello. <laughs> what if what if we just one day you and i sharing a drink maybe like let's let's flash back to in the canals of berlin we were sitting there drinking our mm-hmm. weird children's beer <laughs> in a beautiful summer day watching older couples salsa dance boats going up and down the river and i just turned to you and i said friendly yeah it's beautiful honestly i can picture that exact moment very strongly which is great because that was just a really nice little sit down beer it was. It literally is like probably something I'll remember. Like if I ever get dementia or something, that's probably the the time I will revert to. It's really weird because it was just such a random thing. And like it was just such a great moment. We didn't do anything. We weren't we doing, doing anything. anything. And we were drinking garbage beer meant for <laughs> My, children. It was pretty good. You got the garbage one. Well, yeah, um, that's beautiful. You calmed me down mostly with the beautiful image of our wonderful trip. Um, I'm giving it a. Oh, man, I want to vote high because it makes me laugh. But also, what is with people not understanding the prompts? I don't know, man. It's it's wild. The things that people write on Hinge, it, it's... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, it's not hard. I'm, I'm giving it a zero because it's nothing. It doesn't make any sense. It's not even a complete thought or a sentence. Like, you're missing so many ideas in there that I couldn't even begin to guess what you're trying to say to me. But that's the thing. It's provocative. Like, what if I told you No. Frankly? But it's not. It's not what provocative if, because I don't even want to engage in it. If it was something, what if I told you nothing is friendly? Okay, sure. Like, add in. Okay, that would be worse for me because that's just weird. Yeah, but at least it's a complete <laughs> thought. Yeah, but this is like trans. It's like moved past thought, is what I'm saying. Like they've evolved, right? I guess. This, what this if, is fucking futurism at its best. What if I told you friendly? Yeah. What if, man? Think about that. Do your own research. <laughs> I'm going to give it both a zero and a 10. Oh, man. What if I told you I'm giving it blue? Ooh, I like that. Our first blue rating. Mm-hmm. Do you have more? No, that's it for me. All right. Well, I got I got a few more that I'm going to hit you with. This is Jay yeah. from Tinder. If you have a boat or on boats often, don't talk to me. <laughs> Can't believe I'm on here. We'll probably delete my account in a couple days again. <laughs> you know what? I love the energy and I love the boat hatred. And I, I, it's just, it's a flat out zero. What the fuck? <laughs> I also love that. It's like, if you own a boat, sure. If you're on boats often, and you know what? I don't disagree because most people I know who are on boats often. They're not great. Yeah. I like it checks out. Here's the thing. I would match with this person or at least attempt to just to be like, Hey, what the fuck happened on boats? Mm-hmm. I'd probably match with them just to be like, I have a boat, motherfucker, and I'm going to park it near your house. <laughs> I got a boat done for. I'm going to put you on it. Um, I, It's got to be a, like a one because as a dating profile, it is garbage, but I do want to know the boat conundrum. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm going to finish it off with Katie. I have a few more, but I'll save them. Okay. Um, <laughs> Katie's a special, special something for me. She says... One time I wrestled a draft to the ground with my bare hands. Damn. Did she, though? I don't know. We'll never know. Unless well, she matches with me. Hey, you know what? It's a bold approach. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 
I'm I'm giving it a ten. It is it's one of those things where it's strange enough that it's not like I'm so random, but it's also yeah. like it's you know what I mean like it's it's enough to be like fuck yeah okay. It You're- is le- legitimately strange and funny, but like in a way that it's, it doesn't seem like they're trying. You know, they're not like look at my quirk. I want to know what the answer is. Like who who knows? Maybe they literally worked on a fucking you know, yeah. reserve one day and actually had to like restrain a giraffe. That's or the maybe they're just a big fucking weirdo. And either way, I'm here to hear about it. Maybe they fucking hate giraffes. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they're just some kind of like, you know, giraffe vigilante. You know how we're always like, you know, we shame those terrible white dudes who like go to the safari and like kill a lion and people are like, you're cowards. You're killing, you know, the most beautiful creatures in the world and you're using high powered rifles. You're not tough. You're not. Maybe she was like, all right, challenge accepted. I'll fuck this giraffe off of my bare hands. Maybe she's going to like, you know, the Savannah and fighting beautiful animals with her hands to prove us wrong. Us liberal snowflakes. I like it. though. That's going to do us. That'll be our episode. We are done. We're finishing up. We're winding down. Uh, and it's been an honor and a pleasure. Whoa. 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 What was that? What I happened there? It sounded like a wasp flew into your mouth while you were doing that. A wasp flew into my brain as I tried to say pleasure and privilege at the same time. Oh, And it has been both a pleasure and a privilege. Yeah. And we, we fucking appreciate love you, guys. you. If you have a question or you want to support the show on our Patreon, please head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com or plentybeef.ca and either click the Patreon or the contact uh, tab or both. We would love if you did both, uh, and uh, we would we would love to answer your questions as fast as humanly possible. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Do you have some bad sex writing for me? I do. I really do. Oh, you ready? Boy. Yeah. When coming up your spine, you should know. This is by, this is actually a question posted in Ask Biology. Okay. I'm not going to read out the person's name as much as I want to shame them. Mm-hmm. They ask, can you actually determine the blood of a virgin? Sorry if this question disturbs you a bit. Just an author, not a murderer. There are blood tests that can determine STDs, but can a blood test determine if one is a virgin or not, since the hymen theory is unscientific and misogyny? Asking this question concerning all sexes of any species, but a special emphasis on humans would be nice. Thank you. Okay. Damn, I'm actually kind of curious now. Well, first comment, I don't think there can be a biological indicator of something that is a social construct, to be honest. Hey, got him. Pretty cool. That's a good point. It doesn't exist, guys. <laughs> it's not like, oh, you got fucked. Your blood changes instantly. You don't know that. I mean, I guess, yeah, you kind of do. We do know I do. That. We Science. do know. It is, it is in fact, a thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Come, I'm coming up my spine. Is that how we ended it? <laughs> I don't know. It's ejaculate straight up your spine. Ejaculate straight up your spine. <laughs>